Hi, everybody. I'm Marie. And I'm Marlon. And welcome to another episode of On Our Radar. Yes, welcome back. And look what Marlon's wearing. Could it be? Could it be? Is it? Yes, it's another hoodie because it's hoodie season. Yeah, stand up. Let's see the logo. The logo? Okay. So, Um, this particular hoodie is mm -hmm. from uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness movie Mm -hmm. uh, that recently came out last year. Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's comfortable. It's hooded. So, you know, just want to... We'll see what happens next week. Now, I know that last week I did wear a hoodie, and that particular hoodie was from the Marvel series Moon Knight, as you probably know if you are a fan of the show from previous seasons. I am a low-key blurt. So I am a big what? fan of... It's a black nerd. That's the acronym. Blurt. What? Yes. Blurred? Blurred. Blurred. B-L-E-R-D. Blurred. <laughs> black nerd. <laughs> Oh my God! These kids is that your first time everything. hearing that? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad to bring you into that world because you would be considered a blur too. Oh, because I like Harry Potter. There you go. Not like love, 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 fanatic, fanatic. It's yeah. it's tattooed on my heart. No, it's tattooed on your body. That's for sure. That's for sure. Twice. Two. <laughs> <laughs> You know, someone saw one of my tattoos and they were like, what if like down the line you stop liking it? And I turned and looked at this person like they were an alien. And I was like, somewhere down the line, I suddenly Never. decide to stop liking my soul. Never. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You're talking about me. <laughs> But yes, we are back for another fantastic episode here. We got a lot to unpack this week. Um, We have a big topic to talk about because it's a question that has come up to us a lot, um, especially during this deeper part of our pregnancy journey here. Um, And we wanted to explore that with you guys. But before we do that, let's go over some topics that hit our radar. So, Marie, what do we have going on first? You got a lot? Yeah. Well, you just. (laughs) Well, the first one. It's a pretty juicy little topic. Okay. So, um, apparently, not apparently, this is happening. Six Republican-led states are suing the Biden administration. Mm. Why are they suing the Biden, the Biden administration, one might ask? It's mm. because they are currently trying to, well, not trying to, they've currently canceled the student right. loan debt. And these states are saying nay, nay. Yeah, a lot of people have actually taken um, advantage of that, Um, in particular within our social circle. I know at least about five people that got theirs cleared out, and it was, they relatively said it was pretty simple to do it. So I can see why a lot of people are a little upset that this is going out so smoothly compared to other administrations, you know, where things kind of got chopped up. Uh, but yeah, if you're going out and suing because we're trying to lower the debt costs of the, it, it's, dude, we are in a crisis of money here. Mm, yeah. Everything is extra expensive. Marie and I just went to the supermarket this past Friday and we got like maybe less than 12 items and we spent over $120. So fuck off. <laughs> Well, you know how I feel about that. Someone yeah. wanted leafy green stuff. Back to the topic at hand. You need vegetables in your pregnancy. Okay? So leafy yes. greens are going yes. to be a part of that. I well, don't expensive. care. I don't care. I'm That's still saying. The only people who are vegetarians are like rich people. That's not the case. <laughs> But yes, back to the main. Back to the main. So, do you know who are the six that are trying to sue him or sue the administration again? Yes, I do know the six states that are doing it. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. You know, I got it right here. It's Mm -hmm. it's right here on my thingy. Mm -hmm. So you can't even say that I don't have it because I totally Mm -hmm. do have it, Mm -hmm. and it's right here. And I'm Mm going to tell you the states right now. Stalling. 
currently <laughs> Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas, Kansas, Iowa, really? Missouri, yeah, South Carolina, oh, um, Nebraska. That's it. One, two, three, four, All right, guys. Six. I said six, right? This is like, why are we? This is helping your constituents in your particular states if they have student loan debt. No, this they're is worried about the, the, okay, those states are worried about their state. Like, okay, so basically, like, Missouri is saying that um, we're going to lose money. Like, the state's going to lose money because the state is, looking, is waiting for those loans to be paid for, you know? Because these are state loans or state and federal loans. So it's like, so, you know, basically you're saying that the Biden administration is overstepping their bounds by doing this. Really? You sure about that? Sure about that? Really? This is semantics. This is semantics. And this, I don't even think this, I don't see how this could even seem okay. Because everyone in their state is going to be like, well, okay. So, hey, let's just say that you're you're correct in saying that this might make your state lose a little bit of money because mm-hmm. your state is, like, waiting for this money to come, right? Mm-hmm. Monthly, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. What, we're, what you're not going to get in the loans, you're going to end up getting in other stuff. Like, people are going to be able to go out shopping more. People are going to maybe get better apartments, move right. out of their parents' apartments or their parents' houses. We're on People the are going to be on the road the more. season right now. So there's going to be an influx of cash that's just going to be yes. in your streets any, yes. any, any minute now. Any minute now. <laughs> People are in multiple right different now. ways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. In multiple different ways. Like the money is going to still go back to you. Right. That's the whole point. We, you know, we want people to keep their money so that they can spend it. On other things, right, and stimulate the economy. You know, food, clothing, housing, cars, all these things. Bars, things like that. Okay, yes, clubs, bars. Yeah, it all goes hand in hand. I, I I do, I definitely see this backfiring. Insurance. I do. I do. I I I don't see them turning around and be like, "Hey, guys, you're actually trying to stop me from." This is going to backfire. No, no, no. This is definitely going to backfire. Um, I'm kind of upset that it hasn't gotten that much publicity as of yet. You know, but well, the news I mean, ties right to now, focus on what the news focuses on. Yeah, Once right now hurricane. the height of it is, uh, yeah, Ian. Right now it's Ian. Mm-hmm. Eden, yeah. Eden, Eden, Eden. Uh, Ian. 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 Yeah. So, that's true. That's true. That's kind of the way it is. We're in the storm season. So We are. We are in the yeah, in the September, early October. Okay. Well, good, no good luck to them. Good luck no to the Biden administration. Let's keep it going. Um, another thing that came in through the news lines, um, Megan the Stallion launches a new mental health resource directory called Bad Bitches Have Bad Days Too. Now, I think this is awesome. Okay, first of all, why are we throwing up gang signs here? What is that? <laughs> I just like that. Bad bitches have bad days too. What is the what? Do you know what you look like right now? You look like you're doing the Spider Man thing where he's just oh, trying yeah. to get the web shooters go, out. Like, go, 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 web, go. <laughs> you know, like, that's you, like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you look like you were doing. What the hell is that's- that? really funny because i loved that scene i thought it was hilarious i laughed okay so yeah i i wasn't maybe i was hearkening back to that because i'm a blick too blurred blurred (laughs) blurred i don't know what a blick is i don't know what a blick is don't know i'm not gonna use it i'm not gonna use it You, you're going to go out there and say it, it might be a cultural insult to somebody. Please stop. I think Blick is a pin. Never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, yes. Big the Stallion. Yes, go ahead. Continue. This is an awesome <laughs> resource directory yeah. to promote access to mental health on the internet. Yeah. yeah. We all need this, especially the people of um, our community. 
Yeah, I am an advocate of Black people for therapy. It is mm-hmm. definitely helpful. You know, Marie and I have tapped in on some therapy sessions and, you know, just had to work on some things. We didn't have necessarily a bad day, but sometimes you just need to talk it through. You know, you sometimes need to get you some absolutely help. absolutely do. Yeah. yeah. Even so, before we got married, we had couples counseling. Oh, man. I, I have to, I do have to say that that really kind of set a, a nice level foundation for us going to couples counseling before I we got married. So. I do. I did. I, I, at first, I was kind of like, you know, most black people that, that talk about it. They're like, oh, what do you need therapy for? You don't need therapy. Da, 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 da. I was a little apprehensive at first, but after session two, I yeah. really started to kind of fold in and really take the nuggets. So I support yeah. her. I'm glad that she's getting into that because, you know, we, we, we need help more so than you care to realize. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I'm definitely pro black people going to therapy before I'm pro white people going to therapy. They've had access to this resource for so long mm-hmm. and it still doesn't seem to be helping the majority of them. But True. <laughs> um so yeah, we we have generational scars and that all needs to be corrected in some way, shape or form. And it can't be corrected just with us talking to each other. Yeah. I'll just talk to your girlfriend. No. Or your mom, no, <laughs> no. So this um, podcast, we're not listening. So, you know, we can be a listening, you know, listening board. Yes, but... yes, but not even all of us are good at listening. Fair point. Not every person, not not every person has a person in their friend group that's a good listener. That the shit's gonna stop with them and not ricochet all over the group, and then another subgroup over there. Not sure. Not sure. I was unfortunately in like uh, I would say in my college days, I was a part of a friend group where a person was divulging information, you know, that they were going to therapy and things like that. And it kind of got turned into like a joking matter about it. And it was it didn't just it did it that well. It did that well. It kind of fractured and fractured the group. Yeah. Because it's like sucks. you're now making fun of, you know, something that I'm trying to do to help myself. So the stigma of, you know, black people going to therapy is always just. Yeah, boo-boo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I'm glad so, that she's doing it, honestly. It's yes. super good. And I, 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 I'm I, a fan of hers. Just not even just within the how she handles her music, just how she handles herself. And just I what she's doing that. for others. It's just like she really is. She's really about that life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so support, you know, I guess, you know. She's a fan of the Beehive, and I guess that's just, you know, fans of the Beehive are good people. Right? Yes. Right, babe? Yes, right, babe? yes, we are. See, yeah. we're not all just internet stalkers. Uh, so this platform links to platforms that offer therapy, mental health resources, as well as crisis hotlines. Important. Oh, that's cool. There are several LGBTQ plus resources including included on the site as well. So if you're a part of that community, this site is also for you. Keep the doors open for everybody. Everybody needs help. Yes. Everybody needs help. So, yay, yay, yay. Clap for her. Good things. Yeah. See, she's doing other good things besides just making pretty good, not pretty good, good music and being an amazing rapper. Would you, uh, you know, we're definitely going to like the Stellar Encounters. That's what, that's what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm sh- I haven't heard that she's gone on like a tour. No. But I'm, I know she has shows, places. She has shows. No. Yeah. But when she goes, so, when she officially announces a tour, that'll be it. That'll yes. be a thing. Yes. Absolutely. You got to start practicing with your knees, babe. <laughs> Listen. You got you to gotta get your I knees. I am on babe. the other side of 25. So, <laughs> so is Sierra. Sierra's out here. I don't know what yeah. this. Yeah, Sierra might have implants in her knees. <laughs> yes, yeah, I caught that too. I was like, "How old is this bitch?" <laughs> what the fuck? You're only as you know young as you feel. So if you feel twenty five, you can achieve twenty five, right? You know, I saw that means your knee. knee. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. No. no, go ahead. I saw a meme the other like day or week, and you know, 
it was so the guy was laying down and the girl was straddling him, right? Okay. And you know the up down, up down. Yep, yep. <laughs> so the meme, the meme said that she's got about five or six of these motions in her before the check engine light comes on. Oh. <laughs> And I Damn. absolutely related. <laughs> so, so you're telling me that you got about how how many how many how many pops you got before you ch- you know check out? I would say about five or six. If I can five get to seven, pops? if I can get to seven, I'm impressing myself. <laughs> okay. okay. I almost dropped the phone. I was like. <laughs> That is too true. Because <laughs> I'm like, shit, that's hard. <laughs> pregnant, not pregnant. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of bobs for you. That's a lot of bobs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I have newfound respect for men <laughs> after, like, being on top and, like, really guiding it. That shit is not easy. <laughs> Look at that. Perspective. Perspective. That shit is not easy at all. The respect. (laughs) Different positions and everything. (laughs) I would be. I'm so sorry, guys. Damn. I can just, I can see myself being like, you know what? This shit is not worth it. <laughs> we gotta change positions. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Stop talking about it. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. You gassed yourself with the thought alone. I did. I did. <laughs> Like I said, respect. <laughs> oh shit! That it is, is not easy, and I am crying. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> gonna move on to a different topic. One <laughs> a topic of a man who does make me cry, but not tears of happiness, tears of sadness. Okay, <laughs> Elon Musk. Wow, Elon Musk. Like, listen, you have such a vend. Oh, okay. guys, there is a thing on our street. A thing. One of his cars. I saw it outside my home. Alright. You really gotta like relax. It's you gotta relax. You have such a vendetta against particular people for particular things. Mm-hmm. And every listen, guys, every time she passes a Tesla, she's like mm-hmm. every time. Every time every I see time. one. Yeah. Every time. I one think I got some BMWs too, yeah. but I didn't mean one, that. <laughs> one of one of them, one of the Teslas was in front of our house for like a couple of days, and she was like, "Is that son of a bitch still out there?" I'm like, "Who are you talking about?" The Tesla, Tesla, <laughs> my home, okay, where I eat and sleep and play with my toys. That's you. Got it. <laughs> got it. So oh, a horrible. Yeah. Okay, well, Elon Musk yes. has decided um, that we're going to die a new different way. Instead of waiting for the planet to do it, his robots are going to take over. Yeah, I mean, so especially T- after T-1000. watching... That's iRobot, right? No, no, no. Oh. No. Terminator? Yes. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. I was just testing you to make sure to make sure you knew that. Cut the shit. He's created a new robot, you guys. 
that will cost less than $20,000. <gasps> oh my God, so cheap, you know? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Why do, like, why do we need robots right to now? To do the lower things, you know, the things that, you know, the Americans don't want to do, like carrying boxes. Probably, I don't know, maybe picking apples or something else Americans don't want to do. I don't know. What else? What else? Little like chores that we don't want to do in the house. Maybe cooking and cleaning. This reminds me of Isaac uh, and his the people. Orville. Yeah. Orville. Mm -hmm. If that wasn't <clears throat> a cautionary tale, a cautionary tale, mm -hmm. then I don't know what is. Mm -hmm. I thought I know what you're talking about. I, I, I mean, I, I immediately saw T T one thousand. I immediately saw that. I saw this like Skynet. absolutely. It shit. It looks like it. It looked like it when they when they pulled you know when the when mm -hmm. the things That's parted, right. and it. <clears throat> this is our death. We're looking at our death. We're clapping at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all going to be his fault. He's going to be on Mars with his weirdo family. Laughing. And we'll be on Earth trying to battle these fucking robots. <sighs> this is our destiny, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I really just see well, that and paid I have paid it like so much no mind. I was like, this is this is out of my complete thought process entirely. I just I got no space for it. I really don't. <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, I would love to read about this, but this no, no. Let me get into my electric car game first, and then we'll talk about robots. My sentiments exactly. I saw that. I blinked. Like you know, like did I see that again? I redid the video. I was like, damn it, it really is happening. Like none of these movies, you know, <clears throat> nothing, nothing. People oh. are like, no, we can do it better because we're smarter than those people in the movies. Of course you are. Sure. Okay. Go for it. Bye, guys. It's been <laughs> fun-ish. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, cautionary tale, warning, watch this bitch. He's not going to get us one way. He's going to get us the other way. Oh, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be so worried because, you know, his driverless cars don't really work that well, so... Maybe we've got some time. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to California. Now, this one I thought was kind of interesting. Okay. So, there's there's a couple of rappers that are in jail right now or yep. got arrested recently within the last year or so yep. um, for doing um, illegal things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you go to jail for doing illegal things okay sure some okay. of us <laughs> um and, and um apparently you know district attorneys um prosecutors yes. have been using their rap lyrics as evidence yes as a, as to, a, a testimony as a testimony. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, is that right? Is that wrong? Debatable. That's debatable. It is debatable. However, um, California becomes the first state to uh, officially limit the use of rap lyrics as evidence. Mm. So um, their lyrics cannot be used as evidence unless the judge reviews the lyrics and deems them necessary. Mm. Yes, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's, I think fair. it's fair. You know? I think it's fair. So, you know, if you're going to make a shoot up the club song, you know, just. And then go ahead and shoot up the club. Uh, I don't know. Watch <laughs> the choice is yours. Yeah. Yeah. The choice is yours. Yeah. Um, mm. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, is I mean, it Benny you know, Wap in like federal prison right now for some shit? The guy with the eye. I know who I know who you're talking about. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know 
where his current location is, but I know he got arrested like a few months ago on some big stuff. And mm-hmm. then a few months, uh, <clears throat> and then like a couple of weeks later, some more stuff came out. So where things like Rico pretty, charges, it's like big stuff. It's like big stuff. It's big stuff. Uh, I can't. I can't help you, friend. <laughs> How many kids he got out here? I hope he put some money away for them. I'm not even going to get into that one because if we start talking about artists and celebrities playing their kids things i know i know we're gonna go so we're gonna go on to the next topic not gonna do it not gonna be you know that that hoe had another child this week right you knew you were gonna do it i'm sorry i'm sorry i knew you were gonna go there i knew it i knew you were gonna go there no i'm not yeah i knew it I knew, I knew you saw it because I avoid. I tried to avoid even talking about it over the past couple of days, even mentioning it over the past couple of days. But I knew you saw it. I knew you did, and I knew you were just raising your fist. His tenth child, yeah. Tenth child. <sighs> Got a lot of love to give. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking him no. and Future know something about the future that we don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the Illuminigas have told them something. And where did you get this Illuminiga situation from? Where did you pull that? The read. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 You know who's in charge of them though, right? Who's in charge of the Illuminigas? Who do you think would be in charge of the Illuminigas? I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. (laughs) It's future, of course. Oh, okay. Okay. Followed closely by the Amigos. <laughs> really? All the Amigos are in the All of them. All of them. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's an organization okay. that, <laughs> that supports, <laughs> uplifts, niggadom, in all its amazing glory. Okay. Okay. There's something new every day, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> moving right along, um, let us jump into our Ready to Love <laughs> recap. This past episode, we wrapped on the getaway episode. Mm-hmm. It was like half getaway and then the fallout from the getaway a little bit. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Um, the elimination round had Swayze and Samson involved in it, mm-hmm. but then Tommy stepped in and said, you know what? Those who are present are making the effort. Those who are not, are not making the effort. And they eliminated LJ. LJ is the one who decided to step, skip out on the retreat for his business or his job and mm-hmm. was eliminated because of that. Um, everybody didn't really have much gripe against it because they're all saying that they made personal sacrifices to to come on this this trip and do be a part of the process. Um, so that happened, you know, uh, um, people that had the strongest connection with LJ meeting one, which was Trinika, um, was upset by that because now she's in the Island by herself and it kind of was, sitting on Trinika with Raymond. Right, right. Raymond? Yeah. Raymond, yeah. And they weren't as strong as his other two connections, which was Kayla and Jamala. Jamila. Uh, Jamala or Jamila? Oopsie. Let's go with what Marlon said. I'm going to go with Jamal. Okay, Jamal. Uh, So so, uh, that kind of spiraled a little bit because now it's like okay well where does Trinika stand and how that works out things of that things like that but the meat and bones of it were after that elimination Tommy gathered the group around to kind of see where the connections stood and who was knowing people a little bit deeper in the the, the finer details uh, so they played a matchmaking game those who had connections went with their connections and they were asked a series of questions. Now, 
outside of this, Marie decided it would have been a fantastic idea to play along while the episode was playing. <clears throat> this to her was a mistake. Yes. Because she then turned it into what I don't know about my husband. <laughs> yes. No. No. Yes. yes. No. You you no. I ended up getting a lot right. You did. Okay, you so did. I started a, a little shaky. You did. You had a rocky start. A rocky start. Yes. Yes. Tell the people I, I got stuff right. I, I, I was getting there. You okay. didn't even let me get there. You see, you were ready just to, you know, chop me down. Just let I'm me sorry. get there. So, you know, at the end of it, you know, when it came to, like, the bigger details, of course, my baby knew. She she knows me. She knows me. Um, but it was it was fun to see her just try. And she was like, "What?" I was like, "Yes, I, I don't, I don't do that." So, it's, it was, it was, it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. I love you. It was cute. <laughs> um, but really, you know, the thing that we took away from the episode the most is that, it, and I, I think you can, can you agree to this when I say this? I don't think we're gonna have definite matches. Yeah, unfortunately, you guys. I don't think um, it's gonna go down. Me neither. I don't think so. I think we're going to be kind of away. I think by the time we get to the reunion yeah. episode, everyone's going to be like, hey, nah. you know, it's a we, we dated for a little bit afterwards and we decided that I think it, I think we're at a this dog uh, is not hunting. Yeah. Maybe. And you know what? Not every season you're going to get, you know, actual like people. It's okay. It's okay. Love is hard. You know, relationships are difficult. Yes. You're dealing with grown-ups, grown-ups yes. that have like deep-rooted issues <laughs> with themselves and with being in a relationship clearly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you can only go as far as you can go. So, Tommy, I, um. I, I don't know that this season was focusing mostly on the compatibility <laughs> of the couples and really kind of flushing that out more. Yeah. I think within the last two to three, because it says that they're on, I think it's seven. Season three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that the last two to three seasons kind of did hone in on making sure that the both the dates or the interactions were those who felt the most chemistry and kind of navigated that the best. This one, not so much. It was a lot of vanity involved. I think we've said that multiple times reviewing this season. Um, but what we are down with, I can only probably say the two that kind of meet where I see a couple coming out of it is Brandy and Mike. I think that's the only one. Um, oh, yeah. I think that's really it. It's something about her I like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do as well. I do as well. Um, I everybody... understood how upset she was getting during the game. <laughs> I get that. I was that. like, yeah, sure enough. I'd be pissed too. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Yeah. It's just a little rough to see that because it all and you know I'm not trying to bash the gentleman on here but the communication level between the gentlemen haven't been the strongest yeah it's really been real weak and kind of you know stating the intentions and being forward with hey man I'm just I'm I have just as much to lose as you do so I need to let you know what's going on up front they've been very just like um, guarded yeah, guarded, and I'm sitting in the back being cool and holding the cut. If that was the case, you wouldn't have signed up for this show. You know, that's this not is not your type of show. Yeah, this this was not it. This is not if it. If you're not going to like move forward, move with intention towards women, <laughs> Justice, this is not your type of show. If you're not going to be open with your feelings and your whatever, whatever, Samson, yeah. this is yeah. not your type of show. Yeah. This is like this is not a new show. It's been on several years. You could watch old episodes yeah. if they're coming to your town. 
let's see what this show's about. You know, press play. It's on demand. It's all the line. Look at it. Yeah. yeah. You know, see if you can really open yourself up to it. Exactly. If you can't, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sure there's, there's hundreds of guys that I'm, I'm sure auditioned. Any one of them could have done it then. You know, yeah. it's it's weird. It's weird. It's weird how, you know, they get here and then they go like, well, that's not me. Well, nigga, um, <laughs> you're still <laughs> single and you're like pushing 40. Maybe it should be you or you're after 40. Yeah. Take yeah, a leap. <laughs> it was really, it was really rough to kind of see how everyone's still kind of in that beginning phase of how they talk to each other. And, and you know, this is all a depiction. This is what's being shown to us on the screen. True. We don't know what's going we on in the know. background. We don't know that. But based off of what was presented in front of us, we both are just like. And then what the women have said to the men yeah. in front of us, because this yeah. is all camera stuff. We're not catching anything in the background. So exactly. what's being said in the women's lounge, what's being said to the men, because a lot of the women just go like, boop, boop, hey, I need X, Y, Z. You're not giving me X, Y, Z. I'm not feeling blah, blah, blah. This is what they're also saying to some of the men. So if this is, you know, cute cutting and reshooting and all the other stuff, then, you know, our opinions obviously will don't matter. But yeah. But um, if this is if slightly true, then dudes, like, yeah, you're kind of like you're dropping the balls. Yeah, and, I, and that was one of the things that I, I had said to Marie watching the episode that if these guys don't get to that stage where they start to open up mm-hmm. on what's going to be happening with the relationships outside of this show, it's going to get it's going to get canceled real quick. I see a lot of people just walking away. Yeah, and be like, no, I don't see it, or I or the typical I choose myself situation. So. Uh, <laughs> This one was a rough one. This this season was definitely a rough one. I agree. Uh, I agree. One of the I was reading the comments actually of mm-hmm. the Ready to Love fan page, and they were like that the the age level should be kicked up a little bit. I mean, okay. I think they, okay. they I think they said they the the lowest should be anywhere between the lowest should be thirty four, highest okay. should be at least fifty. Okay, I can give you that. I mean, because like the, a couple seasons ago, we had um some like a late twenty year olds, and yeah. I felt like that was a little too young. Yeah. Um, and this season, I think one person's like thirty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they could they could push that up to like thirty five, thirty four, and then go to fifty or fifty five. And yeah, and do that age range. They can absolutely do try that. Yeah. Why not? I think it's just like tighter. Well, just more maturity. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it, but. That's also very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it could work. But uh, yeah, we're closing to the end. I think we're probably, based on how it's looking, I think we've got like two to three left. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's because... like two to three. Because the cause last. This so at the episode... end, this like supposed to be three couples, right? Yes. So this right. episode, the men did the elimination. Next episode, it's going to be the women doing the elimination. And then from there, it's going to be choices. Choices. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Yeah. So well, more to come on that. More to come. I'm upset that Tamika had to leave. Yeah. Tamala? Yeah. Tamika? Wait. Tr- no, Trinika. 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 Get her name right. <laughs> I was upset yeah. that Tramika had to go and I did not like the way she went, you know, mm. the setup, you know, he could have been a little bit more, I mean, I understand why he wanted to do it, not someone else. Of course. Cause it would have been, but perhaps it would have been better if someone else did it. Cause oh. his shit was mad lame. And now I'm kind of looking at him like, maybe you should be with every, but I gotta, I gotta com- combat you a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Oh, because she got upset? Yeah, this is the second time she was in on an elimination date. um, And she came in, like, extremely hostile. Yes. So it's like, you wouldn't even, you know, it's just like, yeah, we're at that stage. But I think for him, he was basing it off of, yeah, unfortunately, and to to his point, he did regret 
not giving her the time of day. So I think the end result of his regret to do the elimination date and the fact that he knew that they didn't have enough time to kind of flourish their relationship kind of left him at an impasse where he was just like, ah, this is going to just be a rough It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. So I gave him a little leeway on, on that, but I just, it would have been a little bit smoother had she not turned into hostile. Like she knew that this may be that type of date, but allow the process to be the pro- the process. And okay. kinda, you know. Yeah, she 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 popped off a little bit. I'll give you that. Yeah. It was just a, just a little bit. She didn't, you know. I didn't see drinks being thrown, but there was a you know animosity in it. Um, okay, all right, fine, 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 fine. Yeah. Good luck to the rest of the contestants. Yes. Good luck. Good luck. And love is out there for those who didn't make it. Absolutely. And love is there still for those who are involved. So, hopefully. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's switch our gears. Uh, we wanted to get into a topic that it was a question that was posed to us when we really started going into this pregnancy journey and trying to conceive, things like that. Why are we choosing? to be parents. Um, the choice and the great con- question. Yeah, it is a great question. Why are, you, why are you doing this? You know, kids are expensive. Kids are everything. Kids are, yeah. Um, and we, we, were, we were getting this from people who had kids. So yeah. that's just, it's just like, it's coming from both sides. We're just, you know, you know, doing that whole thing. Um, I, I, I will start. Uh, when originally I thought about having kids, this was, prior to to Marie. Um, the thought of me being a father was something that I did have in my mind. I didn't know the extent of where it was. It's just like something I thought that I would do. Uh, it did take a lot of personal growth for me to get into a place to say, all right, I really can do this or be a part of it or engage with somebody. Again, this was before Marie, but I just had to kind of see if that was something I really wanted to do because it is a hard question to ask yourself. Are you able to fully embrace that role of parent? Um, You know, some people did ask, like, if that's something that I can commit to for the rest of my life, because kids don't, there's no return to sender (laughs) on kids. Um, And I said, yeah, I said, you know, and I did say, yeah, just the way I just said it right now. But I, (laughs) I knew that I would have to find someone that can really balance me out, support me and be able to handle the, the not to say burden, but the responsibility of the job, the job of parenthood. You know, I didn't want to step into that role and then just be with somebody that kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's really, it's, like, it's super serious choosing your partner and then having that conversation of like, listen, we, you know, do you want to have kids? And then, doing that together, choosing the person that you want to have kids with is like, it's a, it's, it's, it's just, just as important as choosing someone that you want to marry. Yeah. Or I would say more importante. Yeah. Than yeah. choosing, you know, it's, you know, yeah. With like, if, like you said, they don't, you can't just, you can't divorce your children. Cannot. You divorce your partner. Yes. But you cannot divorce your children. Yeah, they are there forever, ever. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going off of, you know, everything that I've seen and that I've heard, you know, choosing your partner to have a kid with is like really big Mm -hmm. because you're investing your body, you're investing your time, you're investing your energy, you're all of the above. And you have to really, really be okay with that. Yeah. Um, some people do it as a band-aid and that just it's I scary. cannot accept. Yeah. Cannot accept that. Um some people, you know, have their other situations and then they have to deal with it and their partner is complete trash and then they're going through courts and things like that. It's just all of that to me was a cautionary tale to like I have to really be serious about the person I'm choosing. Mm-hmm. So when Marie came, you know, flying into my life, you know, we started really getting we really started getting serious it 
you know, resurface in my head to start asking, being ready to start asking those questions. And then, you know, we sat down and we had a conversation and we discussed how many kids we wanted. Um, you know, she gave me her number. I gave her my number. And then we had I gave some... him my number again. Mm-hmm. And then I took that number into the suggestion box and then just moved that over there. Um, <laughs> but it was good to you know get into the meat and bones of that because that really defines how our future was going to go whether it be engagement marriage what have you so it did make a, we did find a lot of similarities of how we wanted to build parenthood together especially and i i say this super important that we discussed the um the the history of our 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 parenthood our, our us growing up and being mm-hmm. with our parents of a single parent household, you know, and what effects that had on us mm-hmm. because, you know, I didn't have, it has effects. Yeah. It does have effects. Um, I had primary mom. I didn't have primary dad. You had Same. primary mom and then you have part-time dad. Yeah. Part-time dad. Very part-time dad. So those, those aspects of parenthood, you know, we were coming from both a female perspective you know, mm-hmm. for me, it's just like I had to use different examples of what fatherhood looked like and kind of said, I can apply that to when I have kids, but also tapping into how I was raised and using that as a platform as well. So we I took the Cosby that. show a lot. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a good example at the time. Um, and I think, you know, when we had that conversation, it was great. You know, we blended a lot and it just a lot of things came into place. And I knew that there would be areas where she would support me and then there'd be areas where I would support her. And then we just kind of balanced it out. And it made me feel good that she was just as receptive to the conversation as I was. And, and that made me know, I was like, this is a person that I can see having kids with. And that just elevated. And that was, again, that was before we got engaged. Like we had mm-hmm. that conversation before we before got engaged. We got engaged. And it was, it was really, really important. So, you know, once we got that, I knew that there was going to be solidarity throughout. There wasn't Mm going to be anything and just, you know, it was just going to work on timeframe and what was available to us and how that worked out and things like that. It just, you know, the journey to parenthood is different for everybody. Every single person. And there is no, and I, and I believe wholeheartedly that there's no rush for it. No, I believe you that. shouldn't rush it. I believe that wholeheartedly because a lot of times, you know, we're in a culture like as soon as, and I say this and Marie, you can jump in. I don't want to take away from you, especially a lot of pressure for women mm-hmm. um, when they get into serious relationships. And then when they start getting married and things like that, immediately it's just like, all right, let's start. Especially if you are of a certain age. Correct. Correct. And I do, there is a reason behind that. Of course. It does become harder on the body to carry this weight, carry this, you know, life. So, and it's unfair. Mm-hmm. It is. It's unfair. It's very it unfair. And, you know, during our uh, marriage, you know, we would be in a social circus. It's like, so when are you gonna, guys going to have kids? I got to say, I'm, I really found that the most annoying thing ever. It really, it really yeah. bothered me because it's like, that's not really up to you no. to dictate or no. even ask. Yeah. Um, so why would you even put that out there? That, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So for you to put yourself out there to just be like, oh, when you're having kids, it's like, you don't, you don't know. So I say that to all of those people out there listening, don't ask your friends that are in marriage or serious relationships that are, you know, in that together because you could just be in a long-term relationship and not be married and have kids and that's your choice. That's your choice. Don't don't ask them. That's not that's really none of your business. Yeah. You don't know if your your friend is trying and yeah. it's been years. Yeah. And you she's don't know. like one comment away from tears. Yeah. So don't ask that question anymore. Stop doing that. It's it's dumb. Please. But um after all of that um, is said, you know, it, it was a very easy choice for us to get into that because, like I said, I appreciated the conversation that we had. I love the fact that we were good and on the same page of how we wanted to envision family, 
what mm-hmm. family meant to us, what parenting meant to us, and and to be honest with you, how serious we wanted to take those roles. So that's my take. Wow. Okay. That was a big take. <laughs> it was a big take. It was a big take. It was a big take. I'm just joking. Um, well, I um, has have always, semi always, wanted to be a mom. Um, there was a period, um, however short or long it was, in my life that I did wonder whether or not I would be a single mom. And by single mom, I meant like sperm bank mom. Although I did know in my heart of hearts and my soul of souls that I did not want to go down this road solo, mm-hmm. though there's nothing wrong with that. Of course. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Plenty of women do it. Plenty of women, you know, have babies on their own and it's fine and it's beautiful and it's great. And I'm yes. not poo-pooing any of that. But I did feel like, you know, not that it would be a failure, but that I would just be repeating, um, not a gen- just a generational like hex. I don't want to say hex. Mm. Basically, um, my mom had me by myself. By ooh, my mom had me by herself. Yes, my do- my father was there, but he was not there on delivery day, and um, he was not like present present in the home. He was a part time father. He came around a little later, um, but has 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 been, was very present in my life until the day he died, which is great because that's not always the case. Um, My mother, her father died before she was even born. So when she was born, her mother yet again was alone. Um, And so I just felt like, you know, I didn't want to be the third Mm. person having a child with her mother standing next to her and no, no father. So that to me would have been like, not a failure, just been like, damn, what's up? <laughs> what's up with us? <laughs> um, so I did, but I did think about it because there was a, there was a small time period where I was just like, I really wanted to be a mother, but I also didn't want to be like um, only a mother to one child. They definitely wanted two children because I was an only child and I thought that was horrible. <laughs> so I really wanted I really wanted two kids and two kids with, you know, a single parent. That's a lot of work. So I knew I needed the help and the help, you know, daddy help or whatever. So anyways, um, when we met after we got more serious and I would say even before we moved in with each other, because that was like the big lead up to marriage, we did have a sit down mini conversation about what our future would be like. And I was impressed and also taken back by a lot of your answers. And um, I knew then, well, I kind of had known while we were dating that you would be a good father figure for sure. And after that conversation, I kind of walked away with like, wow, this dude is very serious on some things and that's refreshing. Because this is, you know, you know, this is just as important to me as it's important to him. And yeah, so it's like a little kind of lick, light switch went off in my head. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, this guy is, yeah, this guy is it. And then, you know, the more I looked at you, the more we were together, I really wanted to like create a person with you. And I thought that would be like, what would they look like? How would they be? Would they be like a little mini him and, you know, you know, or a little mini me or some kind of cross between, you know, half fun and whatever. And then, you know, very logical, like a, like a um, half um, human, half Vulcan. Spock, Spock. We're going to have a little Spock. Yes. Yes. Every enterprise needs a spark. Every enterprise <laughs> needs a spark. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, and I would say what like really solidified it for me was um, definitely when we were in couples counseling and we were talking about, um, this is before we got married right. and we were talking about, you know, children, our love language is everything like that. 
um, I think co- a couple of uh, conversations that we had with our counselor. Yes, counselor, person who married us, um, really was just like, this guy has got some like amazing viewpoints on like life in general. And I think that it's my duty to this earth to, to bring forth another person like this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is my okay. duty. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm healthy. Earth. <laughs> At the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you're okay. awesome. You're really awesome. So, I appreciate that. Thank you. So I just, yeah. And I, I would be depriving someone of all that love. That's horrible. Okay. No. <laughs> no. This kid well, I, is going to be very blessed already. He's already very blessed. So. They're, they're very lucky to have you yes. as their dad. And they're and lucky to have you as their mom. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so yeah, I, yeah, I kind of, I, I knew, I knew early on, I knew early on with you. So, and, you know, to, to, to really kind of, you know, summarize, you know, why we did that is really just getting into the meat and bones of what you see yourself, how you see yourself as a parent, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and if that is something that you would want to embark in with your partner. Um, I told Marie early, you know, in the conversations that originally I was trying to do it to right or wrong, you know, and I knew that that really wasn't the smart play and the smart thought to think about because, you know, there was a little bit of a, an abandonment that I felt that I needed to correct. Um, and I felt that I should do that to kind of heal myself. Um, and that wasn't, that wasn't the right way to do it because that puts a new burden on some, on a kid that never really asked for that. Right. Um, so, you know, when we got into that space and really had to sit down and talked about that and, you know, worked that through, you know, she, she understood why I was first starting off there, you know, cause I had to give her the, the history. Um, and then I realized, you know, after that, this, this helps no one, you know, because, that is past, you know, there's nothing you can do to rewrite that, you know, we're, you know, yeah. I'm in a different headspace. The, the world is in different headspace. Our, our, our so marriage sorry. is totally different than anything that we've both experienced. So we need to cut that off where it is and start new. Um, and it really also solidified more so in me why I felt Marie was the best person to have a kid with because not many people would be receptive to that type of conversation. Some people would be like, okay, well, that's a red flag. That's something that, you know, I don't want to deal with because you still have to work that out. She know, she stood by me and said, you know, even past that, I still see something in you that you make a good dad. And that was to me more of a realization that you have a more positive way of thinking and a more accepting personality. And that's something that we all need more of. You know, so you would be a perfect mother. Perfect. Thank you. I didn't think you, I didn't realize that that's where your headspace went, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're very caring, um, understanding, um, very nurturing um, man, which is, I mean, men can be nurturing, so I shouldn't say that's weird. It's not weird. Um, but I think, um, I would say when I got really sick one time, and it, this is again, before we got married, all this stuff happened before we got married, which is important guys, because I really, <laughs> you really want a lot of this stuff to happen or you want to solidify a lot of things before you get married. And this was one of them because children were very important to me. And I really wanted to make sure that my partner, um, children were very important to them and that, you know, four years, five years two years down the line, I wouldn't hear, oh, yeah, I I don't want to deal with this right now. Yeah. No, no. Do you know that would have killed me? And also super, you know, reason for divorce because I wasn't going to have that, but like that would have killed me, killed me. So I really, I asked you multiple times. (laughs) Oh yeah, she did. And multiple (laughs) different settings. Yes. Like, yes, yes. You're so cool with kids. Like I'm not going to hear, you know, because, you know, yeah. you don't want to invest all this 
And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's horrible. Oh my God. Of course. Really Horror stories. So, um, again, before we got married, I got really sick one time, like probably flu. So mm-hmm. sick. I could barely get out of bed. And he was super like attentive and like caring and like, you know, brought me soup and all this other stuff. And like, just was father-like in my, in my mind, in my, um, fever haze of <laughs> mind. And I just thought like, oh, wow. Like, you know, whoever, you know, this kid, whoever they're going to be. Yeah. Like this man is really going to care for them and not just be like, baby's crying. (laughs) So I've heard since I've been pregnant, I've been on this pregnancy internet wormhole and a lot of people have issues with their fathers, you know, with their husbands or partners who happen to be cisgendered male um, men um, that are just very, even when they say they're going to be really hands-on, a lot of the bulk of the work ends up going towards the mother. Mm -hmm. And even when there was this one, um, one woman who needed a break, the baby was okay, but the baby was crying. But, you know, children cry. She needed a minute. So she put the pit kid down, you know, um, in his, in their um, crib or whatever, and walked away for a second. And, like, less than, like, five minutes later, the guy was like, hey, you know, the baby's crying, as if she couldn't hear it. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know, you know, I just need to finish. I need to eat something. So, you know, put the baby away. I'm eating. Oh, okay, you know, I'll go and see what he wants. I think it was a boy. I don't know takes a baby, picks it up, and, like, proceeds to bring it to the, the wife. Even though she literally just said, I need to eat. I need a break. So, there's a lot of that. <laughs> there's a lot of that. That's, that's, that's I, I'm not even going to tap it onto that. <laughs> it's just... That's that's a that's just not. Yeah, she was on TikTok or something like that, like kind of complaining, like, "Why is this man bringing this child downstairs? Like, hold your son, you know." (laughs) Anyways, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of that, and I could say without having a child, I I don't see that happening with you. I see you exerting every resource (laughs) imaginable. Before bothering me. <laughs> so especially if uh, I say you need a minute. If I say you need a minute, I need a minute, you know? Yeah. I, but I can see you ex- ex- exhausting every research before you even wake me up. Yeah. Even if I haven't said I need a minute. You're like, well, the diaper, and the bottle, uh, you know, maybe you just want to be held. Okay, no, no, none, none of this is working. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Because you're that type of person. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That's the the goal. You're a real listener. That's another thing, too. Like, if someone says they need a break, I can see you being like, okay, well, I'm going to just take the kid and leave the house then so you can have a break. Because everyone needs a break. You're going to need a break. I'm going to need a break. We're going to need a break. It's a lot. It's a lot. A it's a lot of responsibility and it's a lot of effort and a lot of energy that's going to be put out there. But it's just really having the right person by your side to walk through this is mm-hmm. paramount. It's key. It's it key. Paramount. I cannot stress this enough that this was a detail that I knew I would take super seriously. So, you know, same. Same. Marie, Marie is Marie is my 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 partner. She's my my best friend. So this is going to be a journey that we're going to have so much to live through and go through together. So I'm I'm excited for this. I'm excited for you too. Excited. And I'm trying to live in the journey now, and yeah. not like you know look forward too much and be present in yeah. the experience that I'm experiencing now, even though it's so hard to, because you know you're just like, where's the next step? What's the next step? So. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a true statement, baby. True statement. Mm-hmm. Well, that's gonna do it for our show. 
Um, as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, please follow us on our social media. It's on our radar on Instagram. It's on our radar on TikTok. It's on our radar on Twitter. And if you have a topic or something that you want us to shout out, please, as always, it's on our radar at gmail.com. Um, big shout out to Spotify and Anchor and Riverside FM for giving this opportunity and platform to put it mm -hmm. out there. You know, we are really just pushing. You know, you know, we are a podcast that is growing and changing. And I'm so happy and grateful that we have audience members that are just along for the ride as we grow and change. So thank you so much for listening and so much for watching. Um, yes. But keep in mind, we're going to keep it going as we do every episode. We're going to end on a positive quote. And today's quote is, work from a place of gratitude. You already have everything you need to thrive. Absolutely. I like so, that. Yeah, for real. Uh, so, guys, we do wish that you have a great week. Keep it positive. Keep it peaceful. And as always, I am Marlon. And I'm Marie. And shout out to you guys out there again once more. It ain't easy. <laughs> oh, boy. You have been listening and watching on our radar, guys. We will see you guys. Woo. Bye. <laughs>